coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. Okay, welcome back. This is a Paper Stack Snackable Slash podcast. Not really sure where we're going with this. Um, it's going to be short. There's not a whole lot to it's cover It's going to be short, but there is something we have to cover before we dive in and the problem we ran into was we've got these huge monitors and these huge boxes and we reorganized our closet and we put all these boxes up there in the closet and I left and Brett shut the door oh come on it's not my fault but and all the boxes fell and the door opens in so we couldn't (laughs) we couldn't get into the door and we had to figure out a way in the only way in was <laughs> Rick literally broke the door down. I felt like Wreck-It Ralph. You broke it in half, man. Like the, the, the Kool-Aid guy. What's his name? Oh, yeah! <laughs> well, here's a picture of you can see of the uh, the end results. <laughs> it's worked out good. Yeah. What do you got for us, Berkey? What are we diving into? This one's short, but this I've seen this a couple times. Uh... And today, uh, you, something was even new, and I was like, "That's I've never seen that." Where, you know, people are used to purchasing a mortgage note uh, or a deed of trust, or, you know, but those seem to have a lot of the same material when you get to the collateral file. You mean, you mean documents? Well, documents, yeah. You know, when you're when you're in the audit process, they're looking for the same things. And but you know, we have one come through today where it's a contract for deed, and the buyer's like, "Well, where's the title policy? Where's the note?" Uh, you, know, you know, what's this? And, and, and you had to point out to me that, oh, sometimes in contracts for deeds, the, the notes included in the, the, the verbiage. And it's like, I had no clue. And there's no title policy. So I, my questions are just a couple. Is this common? Or is, uh, is title policy is never included? And why? And, uh, you know, is there actually sometimes, there's, there's sometimes there is a note with a contract for deed, right? So sometimes. Okay, so, well, so let's start there. Um, well, we'll start with title policy, yes, at first. So, title policy. Um, it's not often that you find a title policy, not saying you never do, but you don't, it, it's not uncommon to not find a title policy with a contract for deed, especially if that contract for deed has been sold two or three or four times. Because the difference between a mortgage, when you're assigning a mortgage, mm-hmm. you're just literally assigning the mortgage. You're not affecting the chain of real estate title, right? And so you'll have a title policy on there, and the title policy says it's from this date backwards, right? right? Mm-hmm. So from the date of the purchase back, they're saying you've got clean title. Right. So, but you're just transferring the, the, you're just, whenever you sell the mortgage, you're just assigning the mortgage or the deed of trust. Right. Whenever you do a land contract, you're assigning the land contract, but you're also generally assigning the deed. The deed transfers, right? And so every time you transfer the deed, the prior, the prior, that title policy is no good. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Because there's now a new, a new, a new um, addition on the on in the in the chain of title, and you got to go ahead and get a new policy. So if you find one that's been assigned three or four times, it's the people are just not doing it. They're just right. not getting those title policies. 
Um, but then even if they were to get a title policy, it only covers from their purchase. Their purchase back. Their purchase back. Right. But then if I bought it from you, I'd have to get one. You'd have to get a new title policy. So is it standard? If you want to have it. Because it's not going to assign forward. Because you got to remember, it's title policies are from this date backwards right, yeah. for the for the title. I get that. And so is it beneficial is someone buying a CFD to always get a title policy? Do you do it? No, I don't. No. <laughs> and why not? Because I'll order I'll order title, I'll order OEs, but then it's like, you know, seven hundred dollars, another seven hundred dollar expense. Yes you could do it, but But you already looked at everything, you can see everything's clean. Right. So if it wouldn't really matter if something's dirty way back there anyhow, it doesn't matter because you can't protect against from that back anyhow. You can only protect from where you where you are to Yeah, yeah. So I mean if there were if there were some massive flaw in title that you ordered a policy and they actually wrote the policy mm -hmm. and didn't catch it, then you could you could have a title claim. But most of the time what'll happen is that Title companies are not in the business of writing out title claims, mm -hmm. so they do a pretty good job of searching title, and if they find something, they'll write you a policy, but there's going to be what's called the exceptions list. Mm. And so they, they say, well, you can have a title, but I'm not covering anything that relates to these two incidents, stuff like that. So that's why you don't be alarmed if you go look at, uh, you go to buy something and there's there's no title policy there. All right. So, the note. Yeah. The promissory note. So sometimes there's a promissory note, sometimes there's not. Okay. Um, if there's not a promissory note, you can't find one. You want to look and read through the land contract because generally what you'll do, you'll see, is you'll see language that you would find inside the mortgage note or inside of a promissory note. Right. Baked into the contract for deed. So it's all kind of one land contract, contract for deed, they just kind of put everything together. So you might, you'll see stuff like the payment amount, the interest rate, maturity date, stuff along those lines. Those are kind of the ones that are like, ah, there's probably not a note because generally you're gonna find the payment amount and the interest rate is gonna be on the on the promissory note. Okay. Right? okay. So if you, if you don't see a promissory note as a separate document and you dive in there and you start looking at the contract for deed or land contract and it's got that kind of language in there, inside the contract for deed that references the interest rate, that references the payment amount, maybe a default rate, stuff along those lines, that's how you know it's like, okay, this has got language baked into the land contract that I'm not necessarily needing a... Um, Original note. A, a, a promissory note. Now, that brings me to how do you transfer that? I still see people do allonges even though there's not a promissory note. Right? So they'll do an assignment of seller's interest in a land contract and an allonge to that. I don't have a right or wrong answer on that one. I would think the assignment of seller's interest kind of covers it, but some people have got the allonge and it might be a useless piece of paper. It might be just as valuable as toilet paper, I don't know, but. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Toilet paper 2020 or toilet paper today? <laughs> Valid question, my friend. I would say toilet paper today, because it was a high commodity. It's a high commodity before. Yeah. Um, okay, so another thing that I find that's really kind of funky with uh, contracts for deeds is sometimes they're 
warranty for deed, but you can transfer that with a quick claim deed. Or can you? Does, a, or a, war, a warranty deed, yeah, or a special warranty deed. Right. Uh, yeah, it's you probably should get a special warranty deed is what you should get, or a warranty deed. You can do a quick claim deed, but I know Jeff Watson would, uh, uh, you know, Watson Legal, or Jeff Watson Legal, or whatever it is, would say differently. Um, I would say definitely go talk to your attorney about that. Um, find out which one you should you should get. Um, you know. To be safe, you could probably just get a, a special warranty deed. Yeah, you're not going to go wrong with a special warranty deed. So. That's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, and then um, I guess it was that, and then the title policy, um, and I think I think that was pretty much everything. Is there anything else with a quick claim deed or just a a uh, contract for deed? that you're not gonna find in a collateral file that you would, I mean, there's a lot more paperwork I find in the mortgage. Yeah, you typically you're not gonna find the origination package, which will have the, um, you know, the loan app. It's just the reality is when somebody does a contract for deed or a land contractor, um, it's a little bit more mom and pop-like, less institutionally originated. Mm -hmm. So you're not gonna have all the eyes dotted and T's crossed. So you, you may miss you may miss out on the loan application, the disclosures, anything like that that would, you know, you're also probably not gonna have great payment history, maybe probably not gonna have servicing notes. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen some that um, come, have come through. You should have an insurance policy still. Yeah, I've seen some that have come through where they had to skip the audit because they're just like, look, what do you want me to send me? It's all digital. There's none of this was signed with wedding. Just, yeah. Yeah. The bar, buyer's cool with it, we're cool with it. Yeah. So, okay, I know that's kind of a short one. That's a very snackable one. Yes, but it's I mean, snackable. That's the that's one that um, I, I just I needed those questions answered because those are important. Because <laughs> you answer them a lot. Because <laughs> I answered it. Because I answered it today. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. What else do we got? I mean, were there some conferences coming up this fall? Yes, conferences. Um, we're actually going to, Brett's going to, I won't be there, I'll be out of town. <laughs> Brett is gonna be going to um, Node Expo in Dallas. Um, mm -hmm. We're having a bit of a contest, so here right below in the show notes, there's a link that you can go sign up for Node Expo, um, help Paperstack win the contest, that'd be great. Um, we'll be, I think finally, at Node Expo, we're going to be unveiling. God, I hope so. We're going to be unveiling <laughs> NoteClosings.com to where you are going to want to see that. So it'd be a really good thing to uh, to go there just to see the NoteClosings.com. Go, uh, you know, that'd be fun. Sit down, have a beer with Brett. I think we'll do that. A beer with Brett. Oh, it's going to be has, has a nice ring with it. It yeah. does have a beer with Brett. Yeah, and get a it, shirt. And get a shirt if you've ever been there. Um, we got all sizes. We got we We've, we did inventory of the shirts we had. And I was like, we got a lot of shirts. We're like a it's like a shirt store in here. Yeah, it does. <laughs> a lot of colors. It's the pinks or well, no, it's a salmon. It's a salmon. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be our paper tech orange. It looks a little peachy, you know, but salmony. But. Salmony, whatever. It's, it's all right. It looks good. But yeah, yeah, definitely sign up for that. You know, uh, I am in events coming up. Five star events coming up. I don't think we're going to be making it to either of those two. There's a noteworthy that's coming up this month. It's in Orlando? It's in Orlando. It's yes. At, uh, yeah, so it's at uh, will... 22nd, I think. Are we going to go to that one? Yeah. We're gonna go yeah, I know. Well, it's yeah. right here, so it's it's finally we get a 20-minute a drive to show up. <laughs> That's nice. Sleep in my own bed when it, it's all said and done. Yeah. Go home. 
But that's that, yeah. So sign up for the, the conferences. We'll put links below, and we are, we'll keep bringing these things out. When I hear the questions, he gives the answers, you know. That's, that's it. That's it. That's how you know Brett's done. Well, that's that. Whenever, whenever if you're ever talking to Brett, and he goes, that's that. It means, hey, man, I'm done. That's, so, <laughs> that's it, yeah. All right, we'll catch you on the next one. See ya.